Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And as we talked about going into the break, uh, we've got just a few days left uh, to cast votes and ballots. Many of you have sent them in. Uh, some of you are holding on, making some last-minute analysis, not just on the top of the ticket to presidential sweepstakes, but for a lot of the state and local races uh, that are every bit as important and, in many cases, more important than what happens nationally and I've been on this all morning long today that we really need to make the case, as you're making the decision on your ballot, uh, the case is for political courage. Uh, political courage and true character aren't really required uh, to fight against your foes. That's really a, a pretty easy thing. Uh, courage and character are necessary when you have to stand up to your friends and and your supporters. Are you willing to do that? And if ever there were a time where we needed those running for elective office to show political courage, uh, it's now. It's right here in 2020. Uh, it continues to astound me that even on issues where the country is mostly united, where even most members of Congress uh, also agree, nothing's happening. Why? A lack of political courage. Both sides are so worried about giving their opponent a political win in an election year, nothing's happening. We saw that with uh, just the relief for the pandemic. No, we can't do that because so-and-so would get a win out of it. We've seen that locally as well. No, we can't do that. That'd be a political win for them. We can't allow that to happen in an election year. Uh, and I have to tell you, holding a press conference doesn't take political courage. Engaging in a fake fight and uh, shouting false choices is, is pretty cowardly in my book. Running to the media to decry your political opponent is not a sign of bravery, my friends. And issuing just the very tightly scripted press release and the thoroughly scrubbed statements from your staff through uh, communications or PR folks doesn't require a whole lot of resolve either. And it is time for us as voters and citizens to elect leaders with political courage. We have to look at this different. Because in, in every election cycle, whether it's presidential, whether it's a gubernatorial race, it's a municipal race, a congressional race, uh, whatever it is, we have to realize as voters, we don't get what we pay for. We actually end up paying for what we get. And as a general rule, we get what we deserve as voters. And the most burdensome cost to voters is electing someone who lacks political courage. You know what? Whenever I'm asked the question, who should I vote for? 
uh, I have a, a pretty solid set of responses. First, as I respond by saying it depends what you want out of your elected official. So you better think about what is the job to be done? What am I hiring this person to do for me? So think about that first. Uh, and then you got to start asking some questions. And the question I would begin with is, how is this candidate positioned to show real political courage? Because there's there's so many in politics today who can't even begin to contemplate what would happen if they lost an election, let alone think about what they would do outside of elected office. And so here's what you have to know as a voter. If the candidate is consumed with holding on to whatever power they have, and if each decision they're going to make is going to be based on maintaining that political power, it is impossible for them to demonstrate real courage a real character, real conviction. I mean, can you really trust someone whose every move, whose every vote, whose every message is consultant certified and pollster approved? Now, another way to think of that is to, uh, to ask yourself as you, as you assess a candidate, do you believe that this candidate is willing to lose an election in order to do the right thing? Especially coming down these last five days. Is this person willing to do the right thing, even if it cost them the election? Would they be okay with that? Would they be able to say uh, and confront with confidence those who oppose them or a particular issue or the popular crowd or whoever's funding their campaign? You see, when, when faced with political criticism, again, hardest when it comes from your friends uh, or your foes, are they going to just cower in the corner? There's a lot of that going on. So are you going to get someone who's willing to lose, who has that kind of courage in order to do the right thing? Uh, There's another way to kind of assess that courage question. And it uh, revolves around, is this person more concerned about making friends or keeping promises? And we have way too many in the political class who have become so comfortable in the go-along-to-get-along crowd, do everything to make people like you, that we're not having real conversations. Uh, We need more elected officials who can really move forward and do the right thing without having to question and pause every single time and do the political math. We don't need political math. We need political courage. Really interesting. Uh, Back in 1902, William George Jordan, who I often quote on this program, he said this, He said, the politician who is vacillating, temporizing, shifting, constantly trimming his sails to catch every puff of wind of popularity is a trickster who succeeds only until he's found out. Jordan really lamented this whole thing. Uh, He went on a little further. He said, uh, he who sacrifices his ideals truth and character for mere money or position or power is weighing his conscience in one pan of a scale against a bag of gold in the other. He is loyal to what he finds the heavier, that which he desires the more, the money. But that is not truth. Truth is the heart's loyalty to right made manifest in concrete instances, actual application. Well, you know, you think back to uh, some of the great leaders who had that kind of moral courage. Uh, Abraham Lincoln comes to mind. 
Uh, he spoke in uh, 1858 in Springfield, Illinois, the Republican State Convention, and they had selected Lincoln. And Lincoln could have Lincoln could have gone crowd surfing that day. He could have thrown out some red meat applause lines. Everyone would have cheered, and he would have been on his way. But Lincoln was not interested in being liked. He had that courage. He had that character. Uh, Lincoln even went so far as to read his speech to a friend, his partner, William Herndon, prior to the convention. And his partner said, do not deliver that speech. It's simply too radical. He told Lincoln that the speech was morally courageous but politically incorrect. Well, in the end... Lincoln gave the speech as written because he said it was indisputably true. That is political courage. And in the end, that speech cost Lincoln the election. But it likely contributed in a very significant way to his winning the presidency. So it's that courage, it's that character that ultimately helped to preserve the union. And I'm telling you, as you're filling out your ballot, as you're watching how candidates conduct themselves in the closing days of hotly contested races, look harder, look closer. Do they have political courage? Are they willing to do the right thing because it's the right thing? Are they willing to lose an election on principle because they're going to do it the right way? Up and down the ballot, that's the question. And to me, that is the case for political courage in 2020. And as citizens, we've got to elect people with that kind of courage, that kind of character to every office, because ultimately everything else depends on that. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL Inside Sources today. Stay tuned. Coming up next on KSL, the press conference from Governor Gary Herbert on the COVID-19 pandemic. Stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.